just be it. Holy Ghost River Cruise. Huckleberry Finn checking in. Corn Cobb Pipe USA. Just floating down the canoe in the Mississippi River doing the dead man's float.
gonna stay plugged into the needle of God. The space needle. Jesus Christ in here. Angels of the nations tuning in. How you doing? Alrighty then. It's a show for the beings behind the veil. Beetlejuice in the glory. this deeply before. When you get born again, you have to learn how to be cradled like a baby in the angel of God. We got our bodies big, but our spirit stayed small, so 
when we get into Jesus Christ, we got to get our spirits bigger than our bodies. Cradled. Your body gets cradled as adults. It's called entering the rest. and the Ark of Noah. Living water floods of grace, drowning every sad face and turning up the place. getting better because the floods are here and rainbow government is already reigning in the reign of Christ through the saints it's just our brains are waking up a little more And sometimes, for our brains to wake up more, requires angelic surgery. To get knocked out in a trance and fall into an ecstasy. Then the chief surgeon of heaven, Prince Raphael, will increase the grace of the Lord Jesus in your spirit and straighten the DNA in your heart, brain, and bones as if your 6,000 years of ancestry that you carry in your bloodlines was crystal clear and sparkling. Love keeps no record of wrong. Let love do surgery in you. 
and rivers of glory will pour forth through you. Barely even in the glory. 
Our flesh can get so baptized and pickled and marinated and sautéed in the sauce of his glory that it stops aging and you look young at a hundred. Let's go. I mean, Jesus is the standard, right? 33 years old. And he looks like he's 16. The truth is, in that much glory of God the Father, you can look any way you want to. You don't even have to look human. Today I'm going to be an eagle. Tomorrow, a unicorn. Total freedom of creativity in the rainbow government of God. It is the expression of the human spirit in the Creator and Savior, Jesus Christ. But only in Jesus Christ does your spirit get regenerated and built up. God gave all His power to the Spirit of Jesus. So that only in the Spirit of Jesus, the Angel of Might of Revelation 10.1, can a person's spirit be built up into full spiritual stature. No other spirit can do that. Only the Spirit of Christ. So today is an additional hit of the Spirit of Christ in you. In your brain, feeling it, receiving it, getting renewed by it, and your spirit expands through your flesh. The flesh is an amazing slave of the spirit as long as it stays in full submission. If the flesh is not submitted to Christ in your spirit, what does the Bible say in James? It's a rudder directly to hell. It literally steers the course of your life into total destruction. That's not God's design for anyone's body to rule over their spirit, but for everyone's spirit to rule over their natural body. My cup overflows. The cup is the flesh. The overflow is the spirit of Christ in you. That divine order is the difference between heaven or hell on earth. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And a tongue, you look at it, goes right in your mouth, down your throat, and connects to that pool or ocean of blood called your heart. So whatever you got burning in your heart is what your tongue is speaking. Put the word in your heart. Then you'll only speak life 
speak resurrection. You'll only speak grace. If you speak a dead letter, it kills. If you speak the living word, it resurrects. The power of life and death are in the tongue, Jesus said. By your words, you'll be acquitted, and by your words, you'll be condemned. The words you speak reveal what's in the container of the human heart, heaven or hell, and there's nothing in between. And now, brethren, I commit you to God. I deposit you in his charge, entrusting you to his protection and care. And I commend you to the word of his grace, to the commands and counsels and promises of his unmerited favor. The word of his grace is able to build you up and to give you your rightful inheritance among all God's set-apart ones, those consecrated, purified, and transformed of soul. Acts 20.32, Amplified Classic. The word of grace, the container of glory, when believed, sets apart for you an inheritance in Christ. So how do the floods of grace come? Through words of the two witnesses. That's why we release thousands and thousands of sermons. Because you only flood the world with words. Come on. It's not even important so much if the humans hear it or watch it. It's for the atmosphere, the cables, the cords, the creation to put it out there and burn through all creation, just like it was in the days of Noah. No one listened to Noah. He only had eight people that listened to him. And they were forced to because they're his family. <laughs> you understand that? Jesus said his second coming would be like the days of Noah. Nobody listened to Noah. They thought he was crazy, an extremist. They had options to believe all the other different teachings in the world. Noah doesn't have the only answers. Well, yes, he does. <laughs> the days of Noah are long upon you. And the floods are the floods of grace. Perfect judgment is grace.
and grace comes in word. Moses said, my words are like light rain on tender mown grass. The apostle Moses would go up the mountain, speak the word, and cover the people with manna each morning. Every real apostle of Jesus Christ goes into the high place of the spirit of the region and covers all the people with daily bread, the word of his grace. If you have a real apostle in your region, people wake up in the morning caked on their soul with the bread of heaven. If you got a witch or warlock in your region, they wake up caked with lust and pride and greed for money. So you need to release the word until it devours every other word, like Moses' staff devoured the warlock's staff, which was the word of grace devouring the word of witchcraft, which is the law. Amen. People say the law is good. Listen, the lawyers stoned Paul to death so many times, he, he lost track. You're not going to be saying the law is good when lawyers are using the law to murder you every day of your ministry. You just don't have much experience in reality. The law is not good, otherwise we wouldn't have needed a new covenant. Only grace is good. Only grace is good. The law kills you. Dying is not good. Being killed and stoned to death is not good. You need to fully understand that. Only being drowned in grace feels good. Otherwise, you'll feel horrible and condemned all the time. If you've ever had a negative feeling in your entire life, jealousy, strife, comparisons, competitions, witchcraft, if you've ever had the feelings of anger and murder towards someone, it came about by the law. The law raged against us until Jesus appeared. Scripture. Angry. Rage. Murder. Vengeance. There must be a death penalty. Someone needs to die for all of this darkness. Jesus died. As soon as you believe Jesus died, all that darkness and the rage of the law is swallowed up in his grave, in his God. Every demon, every accuser, every lawyer, fallen angel spirit working against the human soul is swallowed up in victory. And you can say, woman, where are your accusers? Lord, they are no more. Neither do I accuse you. Amen. And now we flood the woman 
which is humanity, with grace. And grace is the blood and water that pours from his spirit's side continuously, the throne of the Lamb. The throne of Jesus Christ is the fountain of his blood and the fountain of his water. It's the blood of the new covenant, the cup of salvation. Drink it. Hell tries to play on the trading floors of karma. I get what I deserve. Warlocks will try to rule over your brain by getting you to stop giving them grace. They don't want you to give them grace. But they will try to steal from you regardless. If they can steal from you, you can pour out grace into them and flood the dungeons of hell with light. We don't play by the rules of hell. <laughs> if hell wants our light, hell can have it. Hell is not a bottomless pit, but the fountain of life is an endless fountain. <laughs> Let every root system of every heart in the entire world receive a limitless flood of love springing up within your bellies and flooding you with joy, peace, and life. <laughs> I'll tell you a mystery. The law was given to Moses on Sinai, and he shared it with the Israelites in the wilderness, and did they not all die? It killed every single one of them. You read the Bible? When Moses brought the law and gave it to the Israelites, it completely massacred his whole generation. It killed about four million people. Probably more. And those laws are now enforced by fallen angels. Because the law has been fulfilled in Christ 2,000 years ago. The only law in heaven is the water pouring from his spirit side. The river of life is the only law of the new covenant. That's the only government of the New Covenant. And so if there's any other jurisdiction over a human being besides the living water from God's spirit side, it's enforced by fallen angels. And it's spread out amongst thousands and tens of thousands of demons. So they're all divided and they're all all liar, lawyers and that's why you have a hundred thousand different denominations because there's no unity in the law because the law was handed over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh true story if you've ever felt your flesh being destroyed that's the law working and it didn't feel good it felt like hell because it is hell that's what hell is hell is the place of Egypt and the law, the law of sin, and the law of death, and God the Father never uses the law once, not a single time, since the Lamb of God's been slain for over 2,000 years. Not a single time. That was all demons killing the human race, using legalism and religion. And it spread out through the whole kingdom of hell 
to rule the human race. And so they're all divided in war against each other using types of law. Yep, exactly. But grace fulfills the law. And grace has been given only to Jesus Christ. This is the amazing thing of the New Covenant. The Old Covenant, you'll have 10,000, 100,000 different people interpreting the law. And they say, it's all good for your interpretation, my interpretation. That's all Old Covenant garbage. None of that exists in the New Covenant. The New Covenant is one man of grace that fulfills all the millions of laws and the interpretation of laws and the works of the laws <laughs> in Jesus Christ crucified to death. So when you go into Christ, all that disunity of all the different laws of the nations and all the different interpretations of men and demons is all gone because God gave all salvation to only one man. One man alone, Jesus of Nazareth. That's what makes him the Messiah. So that if anyone is in his flesh, in his crucifixion, entombed with him, buried into the death of his baptism and resurrected with him, they share in all the grace of Jesus and it's just one man working in everyone so you easily and effortlessly have unity of the brethren. Only one body of Jesus Christ. So the only thing that divides a soul against the soul is the law. And so in order to conquer the law, you need a flood of grace, more grace. Grace is the unearned favor of God, and it's the blood and water, it's liquid grace, it's the river. You gotta drink grace. Grace must be drunk straight, and it cannot be mixed with human law. It cannot be mixed with religion. It's every sip too good to be true and your heart and your spirit awaken more as you drink grace. And you're awakening to the spirit of Jesus, the champion of grace, rising in your heart. And if you rise by receiving more grace, then you can share it with others, and that's called ministry. Ministry. The fivefold order are five different graces. The grace of pastors, the grace of teachers, the grace of evangelists, the grace of prophets and the grace of apostles and they all build everyone up in the same grace of the same person Jesus until we come into the unity of the faith by the overflow of favor from God the Father which looks like a rainbow halo on your head controlled by the seven spirits of God your spirit only grows by grace and when you're in full spiritual stature, the same measure of grace that was in the man Jesus is also in your inner man, which means you have legs of blazing fire. Grace removes all lies. Grace will burn up every controlling system that will try to ensnare you in the realm of the natural. Grace devours sin, sickness, disease, addiction, lust, perversion, idolatry, mammon, greed, covetousness, all of it, all immorality and idolatry is massacred in the grace of the Lord Jesus. 
because it's encountering the Creator's perfection and all the lesser forms that have ensnared man called the yokes of the enemy and the yokes of wickedness break off your necks and break off your shoulders and break off your backs by the grace of the Lord Jesus and he has given humanity grace without measure it's so beyond the unrenewed mind's imagination that you can't even fathom judgment by a flood of grace but when you begin to drink the blood and water of his grace you begin to see how that brings judgment upon the world. That you can't use the law to kill, steal, and destroy anymore because there's such an overflow. The rainbow of his love becomes a government of peace upon their heads when your cup overflows with spiritual grace. Paul called it the spirit of grace or the river of grace. Your body overflows with grace so that people can't manipulate others using sin or wickedness or manipulation of witchcraft of any kind. There are no lies that work in a flood of grace, meaning the whole kingdom of hell is shut down if you can release a flood of grace in Jesus' name. Amen. I release the angels of grace to intensify the grace of the Lord Jesus in your spirit. Let the light of grace burn in your heart and remove all shadows of the law. the law. Life is in the power of grace. Can you bring forth a daily word that has no death in it from your heart? Yes, you can. You are learning to speak perfectly.
and there won't be demons to hurt and persecute you. Everywhere Jesus went, he drove out demons. And the humans that wanted to side the demons no longer dared ask him a question. That's how powerful the man of grace is. He went willingly to the cross so you could walk in the same measure of per perfected grace, which is perfect heavenly life on earth. Right now there's springs of grace springing up in your belly, cleansing your wounds from the law. tell you a mystery. Revelation 10.1 is the angel of grace, the spirit of Jesus. That's the only angel you can worship legally as the creator. Well, he stands with one foot in the water, one foot on land, raining on the just and the unjust. The name of Jesus in the Old Testament is the angel of the Lord. Just because he took a body and is in the flesh at the right hand of God in Zion doesn't mean his spirit doesn't leave his body. He's not limited to his body. His spirit's doing more work than ever. That's why Philippians 1.19 says, God lavished upon you the spirit of Jesus to deliver you. And the book of Acts says, and they were led by the spirit of Jesus, not the flesh of Jesus. His flesh is transfigured, sat down at the right hand of God. He doesn't do any works in the flesh. Because he's not a Levitical priest, he's a Melchizedek priest. His spirit does all the works. His spirit is Revelation 10.1. An extremely powerful angel. An extremely powerful spirit. That's the spirit of a human being. That's the picture of your spirit in full spiritual stature when you believe all the truth God the Father is speaking to you. You are born again of that type of creature, that type of being, of the Revelation 10.1, Angel of the Lord. The Spirit of Jesus. That's who you really are. You're a spirit being that looks just like the Creator. Legs of fire and rainbow halos. Seven spirits of God, seven colors in the rainbow. The brain controlled by the sevenfold Holy Spirit is peace with the Father. That's perfection glory. 
Those are the types of beings that now rule the world. Those are the sons of God. The entire book of Revelation was written through the eyes of Christ. John was taken up into the spirit of that angel, Christ Jesus, and the entire book is the unveiling of Christ within you. Read it from that perspective. The entire book of Revelation is the apocalypse, meaning the unveiling of Christ expanding through your flesh, the seed of Christ growing up and breaking the shell of the old creation. Your new creation is perfectly one and hidden in Christ. Everything that Christ is, so are you. Expanding and growing as the tree of life within you, breaking away all lies of self until only Christ remains. Grace is the water that grows that seed. When Jesus says that he's not ashamed to call these ones his brothers and sisters, He's talking about Christians that look like the angel of the Lord in the spirit in Revelation 10.1. These Christian spirits that are built up in spiritual stature that look exactly like me in the realm of the spirit are my brothers and sisters. They are the Israelites of God. Revelation 10.1 is the picture of a true son of God and daughter of God. That's what an Israelite looks like. Zero percent of it is based on the flesh. Paul says it a hundred times. Hundred percent based on your spiritual stature. Apostle Paul is working so much in the cloud of witnesses with this generation because he's harvesting the Gentiles. Acts 28. I'm done with the religious people. Now I'm going to the Gentiles, the non-religious people, and they will listen. actually coming into covenant with the law and pretending like it's God. It's not God. God is not a lawyer. God is a river. You're not in covenant or new covenant unless you're in the law of love, which is the river. The liquid law. The new covenant is the liquid law. The Old Covenant is the tablets of stone that kill you. That's why they have stony hearts, because they're full of the law, which is self-righteousness. And they pretend like it's Christianity or some kind of goodness. It's actually pure satanic sorcery of the fallen angels. Hypocrites and teachers of the law. You put 
yokes on people, but you don't help them carry them. You make your convert, and then make them twice the son of hell that you are. What is that? The multiplication of the seed of Satan, the law of sin and the law of death, the hypocrisy of the religious devil working in the human heart. Every time they accuse me and RLM of something, they're guilty of, guilty of it themselves 100% of the time. Oh, you foolish man, why do you judge your brother when you yourselves do the same things? Romans chapter 2. Because the law is at work in their hearts and they're practicing hypocrisy. They're practicing the witchcraft of Satan, self-righteousness. The only answer to these hypocrites and these accusers and slanderers, teachers of the law and Pharisees, is a flood of grace. And their very words will keep them bound underwater. And they'll never float to the top to know the Father as the rainbow. Those yokes they put on others shall only be on themselves. Underwater, drowned, cast into the sea, Jesus Christ said. No more will the law work wickedness with the fallen angels hurting others. Just like you know in politics, it's all hypocrisy. And it's all blame game, name smearing, blood sport. It's all witchcraft. It's all using the law in hypocrisy. That's what sin is. Grace is the flood from Christ's crucified side that drowns all the hypocrisy of man's laws in the entire world into the bottom of the sea. We drowned Egypt and all the realm of the law of sin and death under water of grace. Then the human spirit will rise above the law and the captives will be freed by the gospel. Don't ever go into any man or woman's pyramid ever again. Stay under the rainbow head covering of the halo of the angel of the Lord. Father God is your apostolic covering. And the men and women who have Father God fully formed in them, fully agree. One Father. The Father of Jesus. Amen. And you have the Spirit of Jesus working in your spirit. The spirit of adoption by which we cry, Abba, Father. And let the rainbow full circle halo of the seven signatures of the spirit of adoption be written on your entire brain. Your renewed mind will go into total revival when this becomes a reality, in Jesus' name.
Thank you, Father, for coming through our hearts like a flood and slaughtering little Satan. Amen. Big Father, come forth and slaughter little, little Satan. been slandered and accused night and day for 15 years of ministry. Come forth our Father and wipe away our slanderer and accuser today. Amen. That's what the floods are doing. And it will grant you favor with everyone's soul once they're washed.
it's in the exact proportion that you're willing to sacrifice self and sink to the bottom of the ocean. In Revelation it says that many of you will experience suffering and be thrown into prison for 10 days, but endure till the day you die and you'll be given the crown of life. That's you actually thrown into the prisons and dungeons of hell within others. And if you love not your own life, even unto death, if you can drink the cup of Christ's death all the way down until you disappear, you will loose the crown of life in the very pit of hell inside all humanity and release the floodwaters of grace from the bottom up to fill the entire universe with the life of Christ. How low can you sink? <laughs> Your entire life now, as a new creation in Christ, is lived for others. Live for others. A river of life that others drink. And they drink out of the same speared side of the marks of Christ in your body. Christ crucified in your flesh. They're drinking from the cross of Christ crucified directly through your bodies. Because you bear in your bodies the marks of Christ. It's the same crucified Lord of us all. And there's only one river of his blood and water. One river of life. The issue is, who can flood the world? Who can rise above the floods in the angel of Jesus? Who can live in the ark of New Jerusalem? Who can serve the rainbow of the Holy of Holies of the water temple? Only those perfected in grace. Any mixture? You see what happens to these people? They become accusers of the brethren and begin fighting the sons of God. May it never be. Anyone with grace in them can add to the water city and water temple, and the ark will rise on the floods of grace which is a greater and greater separation from death for the living people on earth. How high and holy can you float in the ark as much as you've released grace on others? Because you reap what you sow. So there'll be no accusation against you so Satan can't hold you down into the dirt anymore and you float above the waters like the ark. These are the days of Noah. When people attack your grace, they're just saying, I'll stay down below for a while. Receive an impartation from the ghosts of the Master Jedi.
the feeling of God using you to save the world. That's good. Feel it more strongly. He wants you to feel like the Savior all the time. how to please the rainbow, the Father in you. You don't have to please anyone else, and He's pleased with you. It is so fun to walk with the Father in your spirit. Let your brain be completely connected to the rainbow of God the Father in your heart. That rainbow connection is called the New Covenant. It'll rise to become your very halo, your crown of life. is wearing the Father as your crown. That's the realm of perfection glory. The truth is he's already given you a rainbow halo. It's in your belly, it's in your womb, when you first believed in the Lord Jesus. Now it rises from your womb, through your heart, to control the brain. And the brain controlled by the Spirit is at peace with God.
kombucha. That's so good. Can't have revival without a cold kombucha, Amen. Hope you brought your coolers. Revival's a lot more like a picnic than work. Wax up your surfboards. Catch the wave. Be fully possessed and controlled by God the Father. Heaven on earth. That's your eternal Sabbath rest. Seventh day, seven spirit control of the entire soul. Enjoying the river. Like Mark Twain's Huckleberry Finn. Can you just float in your canoe and enjoy your corn cob pipe? Yes, you can. You're created for it. What you smoking on, Huckleberry? Tree of Life Bud. Hydroponic blue Blueberry Chronic of the Tree of Life Bud. And it is more real than marijuana. The Creator is more real than His creation. Just because your spirit is locked in the natural realm does not make the spirit realm any less real. The law is what imprisons the spirit to only encounter the natural realm and not the spirit realm. The floods of grace will set every human spirit free. Not free to sin. Not free for rebellion perfected liberty for the Garden of Eden where the glory is so bright that you're perfected in love 
and you can't even lust anymore. No competition, envy, and strife, meaning no more pride in comparisons anymore with any other person. Just total freedom in God the Father in all directions. It's available in the floods of grace. Are you ready to have your water turn into wine? Are you ready to have the law in you be fulfilled by grace? That's when the glory gets turned up and just breaks the knob and you overdose and comatose on the Holy Ghost. Got hooked up to the seven spirit of God IV drip and completely forgot about it for a million years. I'll see you in a million years. And the wonderful thing is you'll look at least five years younger then. is supremely intoxicating. 
What false father is holding you down in the earth dimension under rules? These aren't God's rules. These are men. These are charismatic, prophetic men. Many claim to be apostles. I don't even doubt their calling. I doubt the cap of how high they've allowed you to grow. You are only mature to the measure you are free. Free in the Garden of Eden. Continuous glory ecstasy. Meaning you don't have to go to the world for your pleasure. All your fountains are in Him. You found the Garden of Eden. You're living in the fullness of glory. And you've opened it up for everyone around you to taste and drink. The Spirit and the Bride say, come into the Garden of Eden again. There you'll find the drink.
seven torches blazing from the throne of grace into the flesh of your heart, into the spirit in your stomachs, into the mind of your brain. That's how you get free indeed. It's that reality that I just released into you that make you look like Cheech and Chong all the time. Because you're totally glorified, undone from the law in your entire inner man. So you're a radiant spirit being, a morning star. finances flow like a river that's actually God's original design for money on earth written in Genesis chapter 2 and the river Pisan where you find gold wealth was a river in God's original design it was a constant flowing stream of more than enough so I release the river Pisan through all your hearts minds souls and bones and bank accounts and through all flesh around you. Listen, and don't be legalistic about the river of finances. Let it flow like a river. Jesus said if someone steals your tunic, give him your other one also. God will just create more in this river. Amen? Don't have clenched fists. Let the river of wealth flow. God created wealth, written in Genesis. He created the covenant wealth, he created the river of wealth, he created the glory wealth, the kavad wealth. Let it flow. I see a faucet of finances that just flows like a stream. 
And as long as your flesh is off, your hands are off, your brain is off, the river of finances will keep flowing and growing in your life. Just let the river flow through you. And don't stop up the river with religion and legalism. The law stops the flow. I see the river of finances so strong that all legalistic blockages will just be bypassed and the river go around it. Anyone that can't flow in the river, the river just go around it through someone else in the whole world. like a faucet on and off but if you learn to turn on finances like a faucet also it's the same thing learn renew your mind to God's ability as a river through your heart let your mind be completely controlled by the rainbow halo in total freedom of finances today and forevermore. Amen. The thing about Father God is He'll give you every wonderful thing you have faith for. If you don't want it, He won't give it to you. If you desire it, Ask, and you shall receive. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will open. But if you don't want that door, you don't go through the door. There's a million doors in the kingdom of heaven. Until you desire more, they won't open for you. It's not about greed. It's about lusting after spiritual gifts. It's about greed for more of God. Not idolatry. God. And the river's ability. And rulership over all creation. It's called righteousness. just one big door. You don't have to go through it. I don't know why you wouldn't want to. If you don't feel high, you're going to feel something else. You don't want to feel low. I mean, really, how good do you want to feel in the glory? another door that you got to desire, knock, and it's going to open, like, as soon as you desire it. There's a million doors to a million realms in God the Father, way more than that. I'm just telling you, it's based on the desires of your heart, righteous desires, 
good desires, fulfilling, fun desires, over-the-top blessings. Jesus described God as a good father that gave his children good gifts all the time. If your natural fathers give you fish and loaves when you ask, won't your Father in Heaven give you good things? Do you know the goodness of God? Many people don't because the demons have hurt them so much in their lives. So the floods of grace is the revealing of Father's goodness. The rainbow promise of God's goodness showering the earth with gifts. God visited the earth and he gave gifts to men. And the gifts keep on giving. They're seeds of the tree of life. Multiplying generation after generation since Jesus Christ. So all these gifts that God has given the sons and daughters of men are growing into a place of maturity in the climax of the ages and the maturation of the times so that the seeds of the Garden of Eden take over the hearts of the nations with Father's goodness. It's a goodness of God the Father, rainbow government revival. Every negative thing of the law, rights and wrongs, do's and don'ts of religion will just get annihilated. People are going to live in the reign of goodness. You're not going to want to sin in this kind of goodness. You just want more and more goodness, more and more God. How good is our Father? You're about to find out. Far beyond anything you could ever imagine, hope for, or pray for is the goodness of your Father. just as simple as make God the utmost desire of your heart and all your desires will be added unto you. <laughs> because in that fountain of God's desire is only perfect, pure, good things that he has in store for you. and that strife with one another because they don't have any grace on their life and they think that person has it easy and they have it so bad. That's a lie. That's a lie. Most of the people that have it good had it the worst to begin with and they just got into grace. You don't know people's story. Don't judge anyone. <laughs> it's true. And the issue is you're not an orphan. You've been adopted and there's more than enough grace to give you a perfect life. Receive the spirit of grace to overflowing in your hearts. Let it fill your stomachs, your eyes, and your mouths from God the Father. Bam!
thank you, Father, for this sweet release tonight of your milk and honey, of your wine and oil, of your goodness and mercy, of your grace and love, of your bread and wine. Thank you for drowning us in grace and filling every area of our life with blessings that intensify our happiness in Jesus' name. Amen. Let the streams of finances flow through you into the water temple for the works of the apostles. Give an offering. Sow into the goodness of God to reap more goodness. Give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, and running over according to the measure you give will be the measure measured to you given back. Amen? It's measurements of giving. So grow your measurements. If you're giving in tens, increase it to hundreds. If you're giving in hundreds, increase it to thousands. If you're giving in thousands, increase it to tens of thousands. If you're giving in tens of thousands, increase it to hundreds of thousands. If you're giving in hundreds of thousands, increase it to millions, and your measures will grow. It's a true statement from God if you can receive it. Be blessed. We'll see you tomorrow.